How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Liability Podcast, hosted by Caswell Customs. I'm Vinny. Brent. Paul. And uh, this is basically just going to be us talking about things going on in our lives, things that we notice, automotive, off-road, just random, generic. Up-and-coming projects. Mm -hmm. Things going on on the channel. So uh, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Or if you're checking us out on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, go ahead and follow. I don't even know. How does Apple Podcasts? To be honest, no clue. (laughs) Don't know. (laughs) Subscribe. Is it subscribe? I'm pretty sure. Okay. So subscribe. Check us out on Spotify, YouTube. We will be making a new YouTube channel, which you've obviously found it if you're watching this on YouTube. But if you're checking us out on Spotify, we'll be making a new YouTube channel called the liability podcast so uh, leave a comment let us know what you i mean obviously if you if you found us already you're either a previous listener or watcher of the channel or you're new okay if you're new thanks for coming by if you're previous from the the other channel let us know what you want us to talk about i mean if it's something to do with the channel or if it's something new that you think we'd like to be involved in let us know leave a comment yeah hit us up uh give us ideas because we could pretty much talk about anything I don't know if all of it's going to be appropriate for cameras, so we're definitely going to have to tune certain things. Uh, you know, our conversations can lead to pretty much anywhere. Dark places. Dark <laughs> places. I mean, when you've been friends for over 10 years, you know a lot about each and other. And let's be honest, to, to get by in this world nowadays, you got to have dark humor. Yeah. So. you got to be able to laugh at yourself. So uh, one of the things uh, I figure we start talking about is, obviously, if you're a subscriber of the channel and you've been following my truck build, you know that the engine has been out of it for over two months. And you're probably wondering, dude, when are you getting the engine back? When are you throwing it in? And when is that turbo going? Considering every week is like a a new update of like, all right, I'm going to get an idea. I'm going to get an answer. But it's, it's almost the same answer every time, is it not? Every time I've called them, they're like, yeah, he's still working on it. I'll give you a call as soon as it's ready. I'm like, dude, you've been giving me that same line for a month now. Uh, now before, because me and Paul don't know the true truth of what, like the, an up, another update, right? And there's a rolling joke that the guy doesn't have his motor anyways. He sold, sold it. it. He got rid of it. He, It's gone, right? Because the first time he went for an update, the guy didn't know he dropped it off or his pistons or, or the hardware, right? So there's a rolling joke that the guy just got rid of his motor. He sold it. He, it's gone. Yeah, so he, he stole my pristine... 5.3, super rusted out. I'm sure he got high dollar for it. But, uh, yeah, so if you are a subscriber of the channel, that's where the engine is. It's still at the machine shop, which it's like automotive machine shop or something. Name dropping this time, eh? <laughs> name dropping this time. Here's the thing. That's probably what did, not even What did Mike name. say? What did Mike say? <laughs> hey, hey, I didn't use the F word. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's still at, uh, still at that machine shop. Uh, we are now on Tuesday of week nine or ten so did you actually go in there on monday no no i told myself i was going to and i never did go in there and be like i want to see it physically yeah. with my initials engraved yeah, in it i, mean, I want to see where it is i was like we marked i was just saying we all we, of the uh crank uh case yeah. caps so like we would be able to tell if it was my engine um and the other thing is he's like yeah he's working on it he's not done with it i'm like if he's working on it, I like I don't know a ton about machine shops, but I know the process. Once you start, you pretty much knock it out right away. Like, well, yeah, it's it's a it's a large object. You don't want to just keep going back and forth between moving it from here to there. And uh, I mean, when I dropped my first motor off, I mean, I think the lead time was like two weeks, and damn near it was two weeks. That was prior to COVID. You got to expand that. Yeah, uh, yeah. We sorry the the COVID excuse has just you know moved its way into everything. It's a 
Oh, it's almost September of 2022. The COVID excuse no longer matters because he's not waiting on any materials. I provided everything. I gave him my pistons. I provided the engine block. I, I, I didn't need to leave my piston rings. He's not doing anything with those. But it's like I gave him everything he needs. All he has to do is run it through the machine. So it's like, well, what's your excuse? I, machine parts. <laughs> yeah, their CNC Back order. obviously <laughs> broke down. And it's just like, yeah, no, we can't do anything. So, so that's an update on where the engine is and why uh, it has not been on the channel. Um, so I've been struggling to uh, stay motivated to do the little things in the garage. I literally finally hacked off the rest of the fenders, started messing with the fuse box so I could like lift it up higher this weekend. Well, it's like the little gritty, nasty stuff. The it's no one wants to do that. Everyone wants the big, sexy stuff. The the motor, the king shocks, the, the bed turbo. cage, the turbo. Exactly. Everyone wants that big project. I mean, it's smart to knock off the little projects but no one you know no one ever wants to do the the unsexy things yeah so rewiring my nasty rat's nest um didn't even try accomplishing that i just tried to relocate the the fuse box which i ended up cutting like the whole plastic bottom of it that way it still protects all the wires but i don't have the weird mounting points and then i just took some really flat stock maybe like two inch thick uh, eighth inch uh, steel and just bent it into like L brackets. Major L brackets. Because yeah. didn't it come with its own little proprietary well, plastic shell with its own? Yeah, and it's hooked to the bottom of the wheel well. Well, as soon as I cut that out, there's nothing to it to hook to. So, yeah. so I got that out. So engine's coming soon. I know I've been saying it for weeks. Well, I mean, would you mind giving a rundown of what you're planning on doing to the motor? I mean, you might want to leave it for a surprise, but you might not. I mean, let's just talk about it. Well, I mean, I think it's blowing it up. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely blowing it up. I think it's pretty wide known if you watch the channel, but uh, obviously we're taking a 5.3. We're boring it out uh, 30th over, whatever the technical term is, uh, 30 over. Um, new pistons. Uh, obviously we're doing new... Uh, piston rings for the new pistons uh factory stock connecting rods um camming it we're doing a texas speed stage three cam and uh, a bunch of other goodies we're running a ebay turbo i guess you could call it the amazon special straight turbo. up amazon special yeah amazon special a company out of michigan actually uh really yeah, I don't know if they make it or if they Probably just not. pieced it together and they sell it on the website, but the, the company is right out of Michigan. It's like Michigan, it's not Michigan Motorsports because that's where I ordered my camshaft and stuff from. I'll put a link down in the description if you want to get it yourself, or you could use the Amazon link down below, and the affiliate link helps us out so we can make this a little bit more high budget. <laughs> what size is the turbo? Do you do know? I couldn't even tell you. Not big enough. <laughs> Whatever a T4 turbo is. T4 uh, is the like the outlet. Yeah, it's, it's how it gets bolted up. Um, I want to say it's like an 86 millimeter or something like mm -hmm. that. I, I know nothing about turbos. This will be my first turbo. Um, but yeah, camming it, turboing it, uh, running about 12 boost, 12 pounds of boost. And thanks to ADDW1 for hooking us up with a blow-off valve. Uh, you'll see that in the video when that finally comes out. So uh, hopefully pushing 450 to the wheels. Um, you know, before we were like 220. So we'll pretty much be doubling horsepower to the wheels, which should make that thing a lot of fun, especially after the re-gear. So, I was going to say, when you're doing your donuts, I mean, you can inlay the clip. 
up north during the one winter trip we took it. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it was cool at the time, but but these new burnouts that you're going to be doing, it's going to put those to shame. It's just going to be absolutely. We thought they were cool fun. then. Mm-mm. It's going to be an animal. So. Uh, yeah, that'll be cool once you finally get the motor, though. Yeah, uh, as far as we know, it's. Uh, it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> it, it's gone. Um, I keep telling, oh, I'm just going to drive up there. I'm going to drive up there. And then I was like, eh, I don't feel like doing that today. I'm not going to go up there. That's that's fair. So how's, uh, I heard you put the that tuner in Paul's truck. How's that treating? Oh, I love it. Yeah. Like, I wasn't sold on it at first. I'm not going to lie. Um, but we put it in, not performance. I think it's street right now, ever since uh, we set it up at your house. It should be, what, three options? I mean, you got besides stock. Oh, I have, like, six. Stock, six? tow. Yeah. Someone can tell me what jammer is. Haven't ran it yet. We tried looking it up, and nothing came up. And we I did a new firmware software. So <laughs> Jam it and drive and go. <laughs> <laughs> wondering at home. I had an old CTS2 Evolution uh, gauge display for the White Knight, and then... That lets you do like pre-programmed tunes. Well, I wanted to get just the Insight one just to show displays because once you custom tune for something like a cam or a turbo, the last thing you want to do is accidentally flash your computer with something different. So I wanted one that didn't have that ability, so I gave Paul my old one. But yeah, it had jammer, street. Performance, tow. Uh, fuel economy. And I think stock. Surprised you're not on that one. Well, with performance, or not performance, street, my 40 mile commute roughly to work i get by the time i get to work i'm averaging 21 miles to the gallon what were you getting previous well that's also driving like a dick because <laughs> your driving because habits prior prior to that i would get maybe 15 16 on a good day driving like that and then if i'd actually do the speed limit you know i'd get close to like 18 so you're gonna take the truck out to montana no. Oh, okay. So taking the traverse. Wait, yeah. There's well, more. The wait, 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 wait. Will the tuner work on the traverse? <laughs> uh, well, now it's locked to his uh, his his ECM, so we'd have to like get it unlocked again. Which yeah, it wasn't that. That thought has crossed my mind after I got the better fuel economy, but Just the traverse already gets. Put the PFGs on. <laughs> the, big, the big question. Is, <laughs> Lift it a little bit. <laughs> the big question is: Are you actually getting the better fuel economy, or is it the fact that we set your tires to the right? See, size? I think that has something to do with it. So I think my computer was off just to begin with. Well, I mean, you can look at. I mean, there's forms and there's reviews on these all over the place. There's all. They're always going to be a variation of like, look, it says I get twenty. It's probably more like eighteen, right? Right. So it's either going to be plus or minus. You got to typically tend on the minus side right i just like being lied to though show me that nicer (laughs) number and i'm like yeah tell me what i want to hear exactly (laughs) justifies when i drop that hundred dollar bill in the gas tank yeah that's it that's all you're paying (laughs) it's not the green go-go juice yeah dude yeah so we went camping with uh grace's family this weekend and i filled you know we used dana's truck to tow us out there so i was like well i'm gonna fill the tank so it was only at half a tank when we filled it on the west side of the state. Tell me. And it was like $117 for half a tank. And then when we drove it back, I burned through pretty much another half yep. a tank. And I think it was like 113 uh, up here. And I was like, oh. But what was awesome is because we had the trailer. What was the price up there of diesel? I'm just curious. Uh, it was five something. Jesus I don't remember exactly. 
But because uh, the trailer, I can't pull in the front of the Speedway off of Bristol. I have to pull in the back where the semis are. Yeah. So it's got the big semi nozzle. Feels quick. 13 gallons, like that. Isn't it like, amazing? It was unreal. I was like, man, this is like a NASCAR pit stop. Yeah. Like, you, you do yeah. a double take. You're like, am I really done? Is that, am I being lied to by these numbers? I was like, oh, God, I feel violated. I turned away for a second, and it was $117. Yeah, you're not, if you're not careful, it'll take all your money from your card. <laughs> but the, the thing about those is you can't just run your credit card. Like, you go to put it in the machine, it's like, please see cashier. Yeah. And they have to go over to the special pump in like the or the special computer. And they're like, all right, all right can I have your credit card? And they're like, if you have a Speedway card, and they just hold it while you go out and pump. Oh, really? Yeah, they open up the pump. <laughs> that way you can fill up, and then you come in, and they finally, like, swipe it. So, yeah, I'm sitting there at the thing, and I'm like... Swiping it, swiping it. You have to have a truck cart, don't you? Yeah, yeah. So I go inside, and then I'm sitting here. I take it out, and it's like, press what you want, because it's got def and diesel. And I'm I'm hitting the diesel button. Definitely want def. Def. <laughs> Give me all the def you got. So I'm hitting the Just diesel. kidding. We're straight pipe. <laughs> <laughs> hitting the diesel, and it's not going. I'm like, what the heck? And then Dana goes, I think it's one of the old school pumps. You have to lift. <laughs> like After you pull the nozzle out, you have to lift the lower part of it and then hit the button. So it's like, man, I, I, I don't know. I had that problem when I went snowmobiling with you guys for the first time in the UP, and I drove my truck up there. And yeah, I like lifted it, put it in the truck, and I'm like, it's not pumping. Like, what am I? And it's like, oh, no, you have to lift it. <laughs> am I stupid? Yes. <laughs> yes. yes, you are. Yes, but you the are. good thing about the UP is you could still pump first, then pay. No, they're, yeah, they're very trusting. But yeah. the problem is, is there have been people who've taken advantage of that. Like, oh, there's always going to be those people. Maters, people run off all the time and like they post it on the facebook page and they're like like we have video cameras like we know who you are but when you're a snowmobile it's like unless yeah. you can perfectly see the registration like you can get away with it but it's like that's such a scumbag thing it to is. do because like majors is like a family-owned business i think it's the one lady they they i mean i'm only assuming they they thrive on these snowmobile People who come up there for the weekends. Tourism. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's entirely tourism. So side-by-side -side season, snowmobiling is like how they make their money. Without that, I mean, without... And let's be honest. I mean, even if you're filling up two, three sleds, I mean, you're not spending that much money. No. You know? It's not like filling up a diesel truck. Well, I mean, you're still... If you're... Most guys, you're running premium, and I think mine has like an eight-gallon tank, so it's still a decent amount, but it's nowhere near filling a diesel for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but still want one so bad uh, on so the topic of up north i think we need to sit down and plan a day that way no uh, I, i'm gonna say excuses but you know we're all busy in life right so no there's nothing that comes up we need to plan a day when we need to get up there yeah. because the summer's already over we're coming into fall leaves are falling we need to plan a day we can actually get up there and have some fun and yeah, I mean, we haven't been up there once. I was hoping my engine was going to get back so I could work on that this weekend. Yeah. But, psych. Probably not. Not today. Not Still today. working on it. It's embarrassing. Yeah. I mean, even that's the worst thing. It's like, that excuse can only be used so much. You know, it's like, give me a time frame, honest, realistic time frame. We've talked about this. If it was going to take two months, just tell me it's going to take a couple bit. I'm either down a couple people. I'm waiting on machinery tools or whatnot. I'm waiting on parts. Mm -hmm. Granted, you don't need parts, but it just like be up uh, upfront and honest. You know, it it makes the situation so much worse. Yeah. So if he just told me straight up, like, hey, you're not getting this back for two months, I would have been fine. It's the fact that 
every time I've called him, he's like, we'll have it done later this week. And then I call him on Friday, and he's like, ah, it's probably going to be early next week. And then I call him on Monday, and he's like, ah, it's probably going to be the end of this week. And here we are, like I said, two months later, and I have no real update. So I would have been fine with knowing how long it was going to take. But, and that's the thing, is like, I've been very polite about it, other than talking bad about him on social media with our YouTube channel behind his back. But like I said, I have Just backstabbing. Nothing been, <laughs> nothing face-to-face. Haven't dropped a company name, but like every time I talk to him, like, hey... He's waiting for the three-month mark for that. <laughs> <laughs> every time I talk to him, like, hey, Vince Petrito, call him to see where my engine's at. He, goes, he right. knows your number by now. When oh, you dude. call and it, your number comes up, he's like, ah, it's Vincent. Ah, oh, this guy. Um, so like, I... What do you have, the 6'2"? No. <laughs> I wish. Um, like, five seven Hemi, right? You can definitely send me home with a six two. I have no problem with that. Um, but yeah, every time I call him, and he's like, "Yeah, give me a second, let me go talk to our guy," and then he's gone for like two minutes, and he's like, "Yeah, it'll be later this week." He's still working on it, and I'm like, "All right, thanks," and I hang up. I don't push back at does all. Does he sound like he's lying, or it sounds weird for me asking this? But does he sound like he's up to something, or does he like generally like not know like who you are <laughs> and what is going on? I honestly have a feeling at this point that. I dropped all my stuff off because I dropped the block. Are you calling the right place? (laughs) Yeah, I'm definitely calling the right place. But I dropped the block off, and then the week later, I had to bring in the crank caps and the pistons. And so I'm wondering, like, did they not put them together? He's like, dude, I don't know what this guy's stuff is. And at this point, it's too late to ask him. (laughs) He's already committed. He's like, I'm committed. I just got to string him along, and then maybe he'll forget about it. That's how it feels. So Nobody forgets about an engine block. <laughs> I don't know. You never know. But that's like how it feels that he's like yeah. he's like thinking, he's like, just just wait it out. Just wait it out. He'll give up. He'll stop caring. <laughs> Jesus. He's just trying to go through his inventory. He's like, eventually I'll get to his engine lost with all these other ones. Yeah. And he's like, then I can give him a day. Ah, that's the one. Or he's running an engine Ponzi scheme, and he waits for one to come in. He builds it, sends it off with that guy. We need to drop off those juicy pistons. Yeah. Nice summit racing pistons. Yeah. God, that's funny. It's, it's not, but it's funny. It's hilarious because it's not my motor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's always fun when it's not you. Yep. Back, here, go ahead. What do you got? Oh, I was just going to say back to the up north trip go up on a Friday night and have to set up in the dark mm-hmm. and then still have to stay there. Like, leave no, even less parameters than last time. Yeah. No. So, like, I mean, essentially break it down to you get what's in your backpack. Like, if you can't fit the tarp in your backpack, you don't get to bring it. Um, but I think before we do that, we need to actually go and rearrange our posts because yeah. the creaking was pretty sketchy. I mean... I, we weigh a lot, and if we bring a fourth person and we put all that more stress on it, it's I agree. not going to be any better. Well, i got to get new posts, new concrete, and redo that. Yeah, so I think we need... Uh, it, it'll be I nice have... It'll be nice to do all that digging, considering that we already <laughs> concreted the, the original post then, despite Tim's idea of not doing it. Sorry, Tim, you were right. <laughs> <laughs> but you weren't there. So. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be nice uh, doing it in this weather, because it's cooling off. Yeah, well, and I think every one of my September weekends is pretty much already spent, so it, we can look at it in October. Isn't that crazy? I know. It's like, I feel like the end of the year is already planned out, because um, we're going away for a week for our one-year anniversary. I know you guys are going away. Where are you, you going? Just, uh, we're going to 
driving, so we're going to Minneapolis. That's just our first staying point. Then we're going to um, somewhere in South Dakota where, like, Mount Rushmore is and, like, the Badlands National Park is, so that should be cool. Are you driving up through Michigan or down? We're going to go through the UP. I'm not going through Chicago. But... <laughs> I'm risking it for the biscuit. We're You're going, going through Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we'll drive fast. Refuse to go through no Chicago. Stops. Um, Put the tuner on. <laughs> <laughs> and a brush guard. <laughs> Put the bull bar back on. Um, but yeah, so going up through, um, like you said, the UP to Minneapolis, then to uh, South Dakota, and then we're making our way all over to Montana. Uh, like cool. the far west end of Montana, which will be the farthest west I've ever gone in my entire life. I've crossed You're branching the Mis- out. I know. I've crossed the Mississippi River one time in my life. Little Vinny's getting out of the nest. <laughs> fly, little bird, fly. <laughs> Feel so safe in Michigan. <laughs> I've never been out there either, so. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm and, in Vegas. Until that wolf hunt. Hey. Another thing we got to get on the books, but we need a lot more gear, and I need a different firearm for that. And what else do you, you guys need? Suppressors. <laughs> You'll need to uh, put your suppressors in for your pew pews. Something tells me the ATF's watching this, so we're gonna have to cut this out. Are those uh, those level four plates? <laughs> <laughs> did you see guys on a Watch serious this. topic? Did you see the the newest video of the IR, or not IRS, the ATF come into the doorstep of uh, of somebody asking for yeah for the solvent trap? Yes. Did yeah. You, I praise that guy. So much. He was, he was. Uh, his attitude towards it was perfect. It was great. I completely missed it. You have seen it. It was just another video of the the ATF coming, the knocking on doors, asking for these illegally knocking on these doors, asking for, you know, whether it's a, a gun or in this case it's a solvent trap that he may or may not have turned into a suppressor legally or illegally. The information's not out there for us. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's there's a route to do it legally, and everyone can do it, but these. These agencies are deeming it, or changing the definitions, and, and just making it a whole mess. Um, but he was, he was strongly against the situation, and basically just telling him, just just get off my property, just leave, you know, go away. That's great. Yeah, you gotta um, stand up because as soon as you let him in your door, you're uh, you're just opening up. And that's a problem. No one, no one's standing up for what they believe in. Everyone, they might have these feelings or or emotions towards it, but they're they're just keeping it to themselves and they're not actually standing up and the moment you like you said the moment you're letting them you give them an inch they're going to take a mile is my point you know so moral of the story and in line with why this podcast is called the liability podcast don't be a liability for your fellow members of society exactly the only responsibility you have as an american citizen is to make sure that the next generation grows up as free or freer than you that is your only responsibility none of this keeping the world safe and taking care of your neighbor your neighbor can take care of themselves your responsibility is to make sure that you guys stay free well it's, it's you and your family comes first you know if you want to help your neighbor after you secure and, and and your your family's taken care of cool fine and great but it's it's this current world we're living in where it's just a bunch of pansies you know i don't want to say too much more at this point but you, yeah, you, so you the, get a feeling about how we feel on, on the subject. There's there's a running joke between our friend group of, of being a liability, and that comes into being able to take care of yourself or be an asset, not a liability, right? No one likes a liability because that just puts more weight on your shoulders. 
uh, and it makes it difficult. So we're always hassling each other, whether it's buying a new piece of gear or kit or learning a new skill. It's just, just don't be a liability, right? Carry your own weight, be an asset, bring something to the table. And that goes in line. I feel like I keep cutting. <laughs> You're good. Those are talk. Oh, I was just gonna say, it's just that building of wanting your friends or family to do better, whether that's financially, physically, or like you said, learning new trait, skill, whatever. Just keep growing. Don't don't settle. Yeah, that's like a big thing. Like I saw, um, you know, a lot of people are always like, oh, you shouldn't start a business with your friends. It can ruin your friendship. Blah blah blah. It's like, no, nah, you should be finding ways. For you and your friends to make money together like that's the whole goal is help each other become richer more successful because when you become richer more successful you can take care of more people you can be more generous you know give more to charity so uh we're trying to make that coin that we, uh, we can take care of others and our family and like we've we've talked about this it's we're trying to grind now I mean, you hear it, whether it's from Andrew Tate or, or any of these other, it's actually quite irritating how prevalent it is, at least on my social media feed. It just, I feel so, there's so much pressed advertisement for these self-grown entrepreneurs and all their advice. And it's just so cookie cutter and I don't know where I'm going with that. Everyone's but, selling a course. Everyone's got, yeah. I've got a way for you to make money and... It, it, it's all the same, all the same. but th that's the point is like we're trying to grind now we're trying to struggle now so we can have more free time i mean the, the generations before us are you know the dads were working early working late staying away from family not getting that quality family time we don't want to be like that we want to spend time with our wives we want to spend time with our future children so we're going to grind now we're going to work now so we do have that that free time and that free capitals in the future to to where we have the freedom to to spend that time. I guess. Exactly. It's like I would rather sacrifice every weekend now yeah. to make sure that I have weekends in the future than to stick with like the status of what I've got now because I, I would go absolutely crazy. And I feel like we're all the same. We all want to try these new hobbies and, and, and this fun stuff and experience all this new stuff. Um we can't sit still. We always have to, like you said, grow and learn and and try something new. I don't know. We just we're always doing something new. I feel like we have new hobbies, <laughs> a couple new hobbies every year. New expensive hobbies. Yeah, they're always expensive. All right, this is actually the perfect opportunity to talk about something that I cannot stand. Like cannot stand. And apparently, the Sea Boys talked about it on their podcast today, which I didn't watch yet. But bicyclists on the road. Okay, you have no right to put your 10-speed... In Michigan, you do. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. You have all the right. By law, you have the right of way. You're allowed to be on the road. But it is the thing that infuriates me the most is when I'm going down a 55-mile-an-hour, just two-way highway, you know, one in one direction, one the other direction, and you have a bicyclist who's going maybe, 10. maybe 10, 15 miles an hour, completely holding up traffic yep. and you basically have to this was ryan's point is like the safety of the people on the road and in turn the bicyclist now and it's gonna it's always gonna be the person in the car's fault mm -hmm. no matter what the the guy in the bike's doing and you know they're always just focused on you know going ahead they're jamming out to music 
They're just bicycle. There's biking, and they're not caring about what's behind them, whether it's eight cars. Because I've been on in in the big line of eight to ten plus cars, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like no one's gonna make that jump, especially if there's oncoming traffic. Yeah, you have they oncoming never get traffic, so then you stall everyone else to fifteen miles an hour, and they have to give a decent gap behind you, and they have to swing around you, and it's like you are putting yourself in so much danger being that bicyclist. And you're just impeding everyone else who has, uh, one, they have a responsibility to look out for you because you're smaller. But I was like, no, no. If you, some reason, and God forbid this happens, I hope this doesn't happen to anyone because they should change the law. But if you get hit by someone in a vehicle, and obviously they didn't do it on purpose because no one's just going to run down a bicyclist on uh, on purpose— you should be at fault. There's this thing, like we say, don't be a liability. Don't be, <laughs> you're being a liability to yourself, but don't be one of those naive people that thinking that the world needs to take care of you and the world needs to look out for you. You put yourself in harm by putting yourself on a road with 55 mile an hour metal missiles behind you. At least 55. Yeah, at least 55. <laughs> and then you wonder when you fall in the middle of the road and the guy's right behind you and he hits you. Like, what did you think was going to happen? And like, not to mention, I mean, this state, we're pretty fortunate. I don't know about most other states, but we have so many state parks mm-hmm. that have beautiful trails, paved, unpaved. I mean, just go to any one of those. How about that? This isn't Europe. You're not training for the Tour de France. <laughs> okay. You're not Lance Armstrong. Right, Lance Armstrong. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was like, not Neil Armstrong. Not those, <laughs> like, those are astronauts. <laughs> You're not Lance Armstrong. You're not taking for the tour Hold of up. France. You might be taking peds, but good for you. <laughs> Do it up. Yeah. But you should not be on the roads. I've I've had this conversation adamantly with people, and they're always like, "Well, I don't know. I kind of like to take my bike out there." I'm like, "That's what subdivisions are for. That's what the bike lane is for in cities." I think it's worse when there's a sidewalk, a perfectly good sidewalk oh right next god. to the road. Oh my god! <laughs> like, oh, that's, that's when I do want to hit them. <laughs> just a quick little door check. I don't want to run them over, but just a a little bop to let you know, like, get out of the road. Yeah. Get on the sidewalk. The worst is the people who are like, "I don't like the." idea of a car coming up behind me so they ride in the opposite direction of oncoming traffic i'm like i literally can't do anything about that if i'm going 55 and you're going 15 and there's a car coming the other direction i can't swing around you you have to swing around me and so i think that's a perfect opportunity that if you get hit by my car one you're paying to fix it and two i'm not responsible for any injuries to you but what's sad is like even with a half decent lawyer you're going to be the issue oh, you're yeah. going to be at fault yeah. even though they were going the opposite which it is it is the law you know and do. what happens if you get rear-ended you know yep because you're slowing down or trying to avoid something with this bicyclist in the road mm-hmm. just shouldn't be speaking so. of peds <laughs> <laughs> what a train what do you guys think about uh steroids in sports um, I'm all for it. Um, I don't think it should be in uh, like mixed martial arts or any type of combat sports. How about this? Because I saw this, I don't know where or what. It was a quick clip, like every other social media thing, right? It was four on four in an octagon. Oh, the octagon was bigger. It was almost like bare knuckle. It's like street fight, basically. Yes. Here's my idea. <laughs> no, no legalities. You can be juiced to the high heavens, right? As much as you want. Four on four, we'll throw gloves in there because bare knuckle boxing can get brutal, right? But just 
I mean, I, I'm personally think like there should be, I would, I think a lot of people there, there'd Separate be a division. Yes. Like, there would be a big attraction as sick as it sounds for, it could be non-physical or physical, but there'd be big attractions for a steroid, full steroid legal. Absolutely. I think they should, if they want it, they can do separate leagues because ultimately man are, we're, we're, we're rooted in our, our human nature and we're very barbaric. Like you think about like the Coliseum and stuff like that. And like, it's always been in our history. Feeding people to lions. Like we like combat. We like combat sports. We like to see someone win. We like to see someone lose. We want to see, we that, like to see someone bleed that struggle. And I think it also has to do with because we've become so civilized. Like we're at the height of being pleasant and nice and, 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 charitable and giving to other people. Well, 100 years ago, not every single building had a air conditioning. I don't even know if air conditioning was around, to be honest. I don't know when it came about. <laughs> but you know what we're I mean? We're showing our great education. <laughs> Everyone thing. has a, like, we're all living so comfy. Yeah. So comfortable, and we're so nice to each other that people don't really realize, like, how just barbaric we can be at our roots because life is so good. We have readily available food. Like, you don't have to try very hard to be obese. I mean... How about these desk jobs? Yeah, like, these desk jobs, they make you soft. But yeah, you look, look at these calluses on my hand from uh, all the yard work I've been <laughs> doing. I know. I can't remember the last time I got a blister like that. <laughs> but you look at it that if the power grid went down tomorrow and was out for two weeks, people would turn so fast. Your neighbor, who's so cordial and friendly to you, would would rage your house in a moment if it meant his family wasn't going to start. Only if you're a liability. Yeah, only if you're a liability. <laughs> protect yourself and your family. But that's what I'm saying is because we we are so soft, we think that our neighbors and like our friends, well, I mean, obviously, hopefully our friends don't turn on each other. <laughs> Luckily. Depends <laughs> how hungry I am. <laughs> but you get it that like uh, until your back's against the wall, you really don't know what people are capable of. And because we're so soft and that – we don't realize it, but back to the the main point of bikers in the lane, <laughs> not the backers in the lane to to peds. Um, as far as people want to see the most highest performance of athletes, and we're getting to the point where you know we have the highest performing athletes of any. And we know athlete. there's there's steroids in every single sports. Number one, people are getting caught. You you might not hear about it, but people are getting caught. They're either getting fined, banned, or just getting wiped under the rug. They are in every single sport, whether you like it or not. So let's just legalize it. Let's 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 make it efficient to where we have doctors, the the, the best doctors, the best everything, and make it top notch. Yeah, and I think it would be the most exciting sports to watch. And here's the thing: if you're not willing to do that. And honestly, you're not willing to be the best. And <laughs> you're not Russia in the Olympics. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying? Like, there's these top tier athletes that are willing to do that, and they want it better. They want it more than other people, so they're going to be willing to do it. Um, I think it would ultimately come down to. My floor, that creepy. <laughs> I guess so. Um... <laughs> It would just come down to I think I think I would be fine with it in any like I if baseball why not let these dudes crank, crank them out of there. just crank them increase the ballpark size I don't care but yeah. just be cranking them uh, nine late nineties early two thousand baseball I'm not even a baseball fan 
but definitely the best era because you had Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, Juice to the gills, banking them. Um, you know, great time for sports, but everyone in the NFL is juicing. How about this? Can, what, what do you think the uh, the impact would be on a? I'm not trying to 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 put different sports on a pedestal, but like a lower level sport like tennis. <laughs> Dude, what do you think would <laughs> like it would be like Mario tennis where like you have like the super spike and like as soon as it leaves the yes. racket you see the trail behind it like, just, just on fire just cranking them I think no or like golf. curling golf just cranking a drive yeah I hold in one a par five no big deal <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I think I think steroids in sports should be but I think where it comes down to I think in combat sports I don't think I, I still think it should be outlawed because Dude, you could, I mean, there's the potential for death at that point. Which Sign on the dotted line. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but you still want to make it as safe as possible. But like, Or you separate it, like how you have natural versus untested bodybuilding yeah, competitions. Yeah. And that's the thing, but you would have to be super hardcore about how you test it because someone could be unnatural for a period... Yeah, well, like, how do you make yes, that? How many bodybuilding documentaries have you watched <laughs> exactly. about flushing the system? Yeah, that, no, but not even that. You could be juicing for five years straight, and then you could take two, six months off and be like, all right, I'm going to go to the natural division. Yeah. Does that five years still count? I would think it does. Like, I would say you, you obviously gained the benefit over five years. Yeah, well. Your it, muscles still remember a certain level of it. Like, would you be not allowed to go to like let's say if you go to the 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 unnatural side would you even be allowed to go back to the natural side if you've been to that's taking for, steroids that's for someone else to work out mm-hmm. I yeah like that. yeah figure out because you're not going to be able to test for oh 10 years ago i used but now yeah. yeah how do you how do you quantify that because um, you could literally just be like i'm not going to compete for 10 years i'm going to just Train. I mean, obviously, people aren't going to have the money to do that, but there are going to be some people. I'm just going to train. I'm going to juice up, juice up, and then I'm going to take a couple months off, and then I'm going to start. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that's probably what people are doing now. Yeah. I mean, you look at all these professional athletes, they get injured, and they have these miraculous turnaround recoveries. It's PEDS. There's the only way to do it. I don't know. I'm all for it. Me too. It's all about recovery. <laughs> just, natural or unnatural. You just put it in that window. It's just for recovery. So I think now's a good time to uh, have a message from our sponsor. Uh, our sponsor being Amazon. Not actually sponsored, but we'll have a bunch of different products from things that we use day to day from uh, you know, our camping tools. trips to tools. Um, I the think things you see in front of you. Yeah, the things you see in front of you. Um but in the future, I think what we're going to do is we're going to do basically like a product spotlight every episode where we, you know, pick a product or, that we use all the time. And we're basically just going to talk about why it's in our kit, how it's benefited us, you know, what's been a good use for it. Um, so Pocket chainsaw? Yeah, pocket chainsaw. I was going to say that should be the highlight, the very the first highlight. one. Um, so future episodes, we will do that. But we'll just throw a couple of different items that we use pretty much day to day or whenever we're working on a vehicle or going camping down in the description. Use the link to Amazon and it helps us out um, as creators uh, through the affiliate program. That way, you know, we have uh, the money to spend on bigger projects, better trips, and uh, more equipment. Yeah. Thanks, Amazon. <laughs> Speaking of big corporate companies, uh, 
How do you guys feel about everything going electric? How do you feel about the new Dodge uh, Banshee? First, I think we need to address the uh, the sound that it makes. That was my biggest complaint. Is, Not a fan. Is it just sound- stop with the fake V8 <laughs> sound? If you're going electric, go. I don't care if you're going to make the Jetsons. <laughs> Whatever that sound is, right? No. No, not that. Yeah, but it's. I don't know. I I like. I think it's sweet. I think I love that they went back to like the Coke bottle charger, like natural, um, like body lines and look. I think it looks phenomenal. Obviously, it's a concept vehicle, so this interior, which looks sweet, it's not what they're gonna, you know, ultimately. Things will change. Out, things will change. But did you see the? Uh... The Sh- uh, Chevy Chevelle. Okay, is that an actual car? Kind yeah, of? I, was I think. Say, it, I've, I think I've it's the concept rumors. as well, or something. But so, but did that come from? <laughs> <laughs> did that come from GM, or is I have that no like clue. a shop I just, that's taking? I just um, saw it. I don't know. I didn't look. I didn't look into it because I'm. I'm not a fan of it, to be honest. I was gonna say, does it really matter? I don't. Yeah. Whether it's a pickup truck or I know semis are looking into it. I I don't know. I don't think the battery technology is there. Definitely not. That's what's lacking. Yeah. Well, it, you know? The other thing is everyone's like, oh, we're going to get off fossil fuels. We're going to get back to renewables. I'm like, in order to... How do you make power? Uh, well, one, our infrastructure can't handle what we're doing now. You know, people talk about how running your AC too long is bad for the environment. What happens... California's on strict regimen at, yeah. at points. Yeah, like, you can't have AC or you can't do this. you got to pick and choose. Yeah, so it's like, so then what happens when you literally have every single person charging their vehicle? And ultimately, I think people who push electric vehicles right now just hate poor people. Because, like, lower income people who don't own their home, who live in apartment complexes, where do they charge their vehicle at night? They can't. So then they have to go to a charging station and waste time sitting at that charging station. Just I don't have time to, work. to do that. I don't have yeah. time for that. And people who barely make money to begin with, how are they going to have the time for it? So now you're going to relegate even more people to the bus if you're in you know major urban areas. Well, yeah, that's a point. I mean, think about buses for getting kids to, kids to school or those after hours ones. Those are diesel. Mm-hmm. What about uh, boats and all these recreational vehicles? Are those going to go electric? What about jets? I mean, jet fuel is a pretty big thing. I mean, how do we get all our goods in this country? 90% of them. Truck. Yeah. All trucking. But here's the thing. All the diesel vehicles that are required to mine things to make the metal for the vehicles, to make the batteries, all massive diesel vehicles, Caterpillar, Komatsu, like all these vehicles, those aren't going away. You still need petroleum-based products for lubricants, for for gear case oil, for large gearing. Yeah. Um, just grease in general. Plastics are made with petroleum-based products. Like, I mean, well, let's you know. let's talk about you know a storm rolled in here last night. How many people in Livingston County don't have power right now, or Oakland? Or Running on generators. Powered by? Exactly. I went to. I did a job at Whole Foods. I mean, this was in Birmingham. The entire that entire section, so like LA Fitness, Whole Foods, and a yeah. couple other places, all all out of power, but they're running on generators, powered by diesel. You know, take the. Generator. I mean, even these people in Livingston County, where the storm, I mean, the storm rolled through Michigan. Point point being, a lot of people are out of power. A lot of people, probably not enough, 
again, coming being a liability, not a lot of people have generators to run their house. There's just keep their fridge running or the air conditioning. They can pick and choose what they want, but generators run on, on gas. Some are diesel. Well, like I said, going back to the whole, you know, food is readily available. If you start limiting our ability to keep food cold, any kind of food that you have in your house now goes bad. Yep. And let's say the store wasn't able to run generators to keep their food fresh. And then the trucks aren't allowed to tow things in because they can't run on diesel. The entire infrastructure is Well, even just think about, I mean, this hasn't happened in a while, but you run your phone dead you know at night you charge it you're hoping to charge it overnight you lose power same thing happens with your car you took a long trip the prior day and you got to go get up for work the next day so you're going to plug it in overnight lose power and then you're stranded at and, home and everyone i feel like everyone nowadays uses their phone for uh their alarm yeah you know do you guys use your phone for yeah, alarm? Yeah. exactly so what if a you lose power phone doesn't charge you don't wake up for work I mean, it's a it's a domino effect of, of issues that can that can occur. Mm-hmm. Too many eggs in one basket. Yeah. Exactly. So I think everyone wants to push, and I mean, ultimately comes down to the regulations that are being put in place are forcing the manufacturers to do this. So I, I don't blame Dodge or, or Chevy or Ford for like, oh, we're going. I don't know, man. At a certain point, like we talked about, you got to stand up for and push yeah. back for what you believe in. No, I mean that's a good point. Um, but I mean, they're looking at it as it's when you have an organization that is an entity as it is, they don't think on that scale. They think it's so easier to get that hive mind mentality of, all right, this is the idea. This is the plan. We need to do this to stay in business. And one or two people make that decision at the top and then it just trickles down. You know, there's not to mention it's like Tesla's leading the way in these electric car field, right? Everyone's wanting a Tesla. Maybe not. They can't afford it. So let's go for uh, a lower grade Chevy's. I don't know what Chevy's electric version is. You know. You know. Everyone's going on that trend again, following that the trend. But then you got like the Hummer rolling out (sighs) at like 110k. I didn't know it was that much until like last week. That is ridiculous. Crazy expensive, and you're not taking that off road. No. If you take that off road, you're an idiot because you're going to get stranded and then you just lost a house. A house. Unless you got a solar panels on the roof. Well, I was going to say, example, we go up to your property, we go off-roading for a weekend. How would you fill that up? I mean, if the one Morristown gas station isn't open, which sometimes they're not, I mean, you're talking 20, 25 minutes to get to a gas station. Yeah. Yeah. The closest one, Houghton, maybe Lake City? Lake City. Yeah. Ask me how I know. <laughs> So you're still because Paul's bad with directions, <laughs> and then you got those people. It's hilarious the people who literally carry little generators in the back of their Tesla, and they're like, "Oh yeah, just fill it up and I charge it on the side of the road." Or the fact that Tesla's service vehicles are normally like a Ford Transit, and that's how they they get to people because they even know when push comes to shove, it is not going to be reliable. Way of running your business with an electric vehicle. It's not the right, it's just not feasible. I'm not saying they're not cool. I think electric vehicles are extremely cool. The performance you get out of them is unreal. Unreal. I mean, dude, uh, Ken's Tesla Plaid smoked a supercar. It smoked a a Lamborghini Huracan. Like, it looked like child's play. You pull 10 people, 9 out of 10 are going to be like, I still rather have the Huracan because it's cooler. Yeah. I mean, they might say, oh, 
the Tesla would be a better daily driver, but they're like, if I was looking for a cool car to have, I'd rather have the Lambo. Yeah. So. I think it just comes down to this factor of they're trying to, to force it upon everybody. You know, if they were to just say, you know, hey, let's start. I mean, naturally, I think people are already caring enough to, to get away from so much pollution with fossil fuels enough to the point of you don't have to force people out of fossil fuels. That's where you're going to create an issue. Mm -hmm. If you just open up the door and let's look at this electric car technology, let's see what we can come up with. I think it's going to naturally come up. Ultimately the private private sector will do what it's going to do. But when government coerces it in a certain direction, it's, it's a recipe for disaster. I don't, I don't disbelieve that the private sector would eventually get to electric vehicles, and obviously Tesla did, and these other auto manufacturers are making them. I just don't think it would have been pushed so hard, and you could almost roll it out slower. I I just don't see how we're ever going to improve our infrastructure in this way. I feel like you're just going to have a certain market for it. It's kind of like I was relating it to like power tools, or not even power tools, but I guess you could say like, yard equipment whether it's lawn mowers weed whackers you know the little milwaukee chainsaws like there's a time and a place for it they're great for residential use or you know if you have to cut one branch down or whatever but tree falls in your yard after a storm i'm gonna pick a gas a, a major tree falls yeah you know, yeah you're gonna pick that gas or up at the property for a weekend like when we went and cut the hunting property and i used that little pole saw chainsaw i think i went through like four four tanks on it yeah how many batteries would i have to bring <laughs> if you can charge them yeah you know that's yeah yeah there's 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 benefits and right there's a time and a place for each one exactly so that's what it comes down to it's unfortunate i will i i will i will be so sad the day that gas is gone because like dude building this truck back to my engine <laughs> i've had to go without it for a year and if i finally build it get it to where i want the thing's just a ripper i love driving it it's it's gonna be a blast and then they're like all right no more gas i just wasted the last three years of my life they're not gonna get rid of gas no. nothing's gonna be better than passing that bike bicycle on the road rolling coal <laughs> just scooting by just dumping just can we don't do that yeah. we would never <laughs> What do you mean you tamper with your vehicle's emission systems? Come on. Doing a burnout in someone's driveway? (laughs) What? How rude. (laughs) Good thing we're not friends with that guy anymore. Yeah. What about uh, snowmobiling this winter? Unless you guys buy snowmobiles, it's going to be a depressing winter. Um, Stay strong. (laughs) Were you seriously interested in that that four-wheeler? You can see my basement and different pieces. Remodels going on right now. Start another project <laughs> before finishing the other two. Always. Oh, you have to have project on project on project. That way when you get stalled out on one... It's you called can go motivation. To, you can go to the other one. And then when you're waiting on parts for that one, you go to the other one. You gotta have them stacked. Yeah. I don't know. It, it seemed to fit like a good fit. But I still feel like a side-by-side would be better. Oh. Okay. But see, with that, I'm the type that's like, well, I gotta have somewhere to store it. So then, you have a garage. What do you mean? Yeah. 
Uh, you tell me you're gonna build like a, a barn or a shed before you. Well, no, not before, but it'll be like. Even if you did just like a lean-to. Um, yeah. On the side of the garage. Now that Are you that afraid of parking outside for a year? I just would rather not. It, the luxury of having an attached garage, I like not having to get any snow off my truck. Fair enough. But now speaking of snowmobiling season, so um, a lot of great snowmobiling trips. Built the trailer just so that we could go chase snow. Um, Tim obviously uh, has his sled, but is extremely busy working all the time. Now has a family. Um, I'm about to have my first one on the way. So if you haven't heard about that, yeah, I'm going to be a dad here soon. So uh, that's exciting. But uh, obviously getting away from the family is going <laughs> to... Exactly. Celebrate. Um, it worked out. So, you know, having a newborn right in winter, it's not. Yeah, poor timing. Be, yeah, it's not going to be very feasible. See you, Grace. Still a blessing, but. Yeah, not going to be very feasible to go away. Good luck with the kid. <laughs> Later. Be back uh, Sunday night. I'm uh, not going to be able to get away on many trips. So, I think it'll probably be. I mean, and that's the thing is you got to play it by ear to. Because there's got to be snow. It's not something you can plan way out ahead of time, but take one good long weekend trip. But even then, I need people to go with because we need Tim to be able to go with his sled unless he sells it. Y'all either got to buy sleds or we got to find a way to rent sleds um, just so we can take one good trip and get at least one good snowmobile video for the season. Um, cause I, Where would you want to go, ideally? I mean, I'm sure you've looked into it more than... Awesome. I mean, I want to go all the way up into the Keweenaw. I've never been that far west in the UP. Um, we always end up just going to Sini, and it's been great riding there. I love it there, but I want something a little bit different. Um, and there's, I've seen a lot of great sledding out that way, so I think that's kind of the, the aim, the direction to go, um, for sure. Take at least one trip, but I mean, that's a twelve-hour car ride. So that's like a that's a long weekend or a week trip. Friday that's to Monday, a, leave yeah. Thursday night after work. Well, I mean, or it's like you wake up at the butt crack of dawn Friday to drive up there, maybe get a night ride in, chill out, ride all day Saturday, Sunday, and then Monday you drive home. You know, at least get two good days of riding, maybe a good Friday night, depending what time you get there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're taking a four-day weekend, absolutely. So that's the hope is to get at least one trip in. Because if I'm making a payment on this sled for the next... And your truck with the motor. <laughs> All your... Let's talk finances. <laughs> Speaking of being a liability, <laughs> loans are great. <laughs> Credit card debt? Who hasn't heard of that? It identifies as a student loan. Yeah. Exactly. How do you guys feel about that? Uh, those are fighting words. Considering yeah. you've already paid yours off. Yeah, yeah. those. Oh no. Um, you took it out. You signed the bottom line. You pay it. Yeah. No, and I think ultimately, it it's not going to pass. Um, as soon as they go, it's going to get challenged in court, and they're going to say he doesn't have the power to to institute it. You know, he doesn't have that authority, and it's not going to go through. It's it's literally just a um, band aid. Well, no, it's not even a band aid. It's just a way for them to. Uh, campaign on. They're gonna campaign on. Yeah, we're we're doing, we're doing. Uh, we're doing what we promised. We're doing. Yeah, we're doing what we promised we were gonna do, and then it's gonna fall through, and they're gonna blame it on the Republicans, saying, "Oh, the Republicans didn't allow it to happen, or the Republicans put this Supreme Court together, and that's why it didn't happen because they hate you and blah blah blah." And ultimately, if it does go through, it essentially just becomes a tax deduction for the rich. 
So for someone like me who hasn't fully paid off all their student loans, this would essentially wipe them out. And I would say for our age, I, I make a very comfortable income. I'm, I'm, I'm a decently high income earner. Um, IRS, don't come after me. <laughs> um, it would be, might want to check that guy out. <laughs> yeah. It would be a $10,000 uh, level four place. tax deduction. <laughs> it would essentially be a $10,000 tax deduction for someone like me, who's already a higher income earner. You know, I make more than the median income of the, the general population of the U.S., so then I just get a $10,000 tax write-off, basically. Which, well, I was say honestly, that. with how much I pay in taxes, I'm okay with it. That was my comment. Yeah. <laughs> well, we could talk about how, I don't want to say useless, but some classes are useless at college. Like, I know Vinny and I have talked about this all the time. Both of us went to school, business degrees, that all these... Psych 101. Music. Music. Or why do I have to take all these electives... That are forced upon. That are forced upon me that have nothing to do with my degree, all for them saying that the reason you went to college was to broaden your horizon. No, I went to college because I was told if I got a degree, I would make more money. That's the only reason I went to college. And now I'm at the point where as soon as we go full-time with Caswell Customs, I am burning my degree on video because it, I don't think it was worth it. I don't think I was worth the money. Well, like we talked about, you could do it almost as like a trade school in terms of, okay, you're going to a business degree. This is what you need to know. Cause like, at least for my field, like there's certain tools, software, whatever that, yes, it's, if you know how to use them and use them well, you come in higher than just Joe Schmo you, off the not street. Just take a couple online courses or just a couple like courses well, yeah. that can be offered for a fraction of the amount of money to learn those softwares? Absolutely. I mean, I'd say the only thing that college did for me was, one, it matured me. I don't know about matured. <laughs> so I've heard some stories. <laughs> it's more so you, I aged up a little bit, and I'd say accounting was helpful, and I learned some terminology. But there's nothing that my job out of college couldn't have just taught me on the job training right out of high school and been been doing that job other than the fact that i was four years older i was in a bunch of debt and i got to drink a ton in, in college it's really all that that, that changed. well that's what's sad because i feel like a lot of people get sucked into the the lifestyle or the lifestyle that's presented to them in college and that's why they go mm-hmm. you know they, they they fuck off so much and they just live that lifestyle and they come out and they're just blasted with all this debt or mom and dad got to pay for it if they can bless them whatever but you know yeah, yeah well think about it you got you know a normal job in a perfect environment it's a 40 hour work week right college you if you're just taking classes you have what 12 credit hours 12 yeah 12 credit hours so you're taking 12 two, to 15 two, two classes a day maybe one day you you double you have a, a third night class that's like two and a half hours straight so you're, yeah. you're taking five classes and you're maybe in class for a total of 18 20 i know they say credit hours but yeah class for a total of like 18 actual hours in a week so you got 22 hours that are not i didn't know that low yeah to be a full-time student at least when we were in the well at central it was 12 credit hours wow yeah and then, so you're talking, and if you can stack your classes, you don't have Friday, or you do like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, something like that. So yeah. you're really only doing three days, two days if you stack it. So like technically, crazy. yeah, technically 15 credits is, is a 
a normal course load, you kind of have to take 15 to... Graduate on time. I got it. I guess we can talk to this one, but... uh, Yeah, so you take 15 credit hours. You're taking five classes. Well, one semester, when I dropped my one class, because I was like, I... This is not working out. I do. Now, what happens when you drop a class? Are you penalized? Do you still got to pay it? It depends. There's a How drop, far there's you're a drop in. date. There's a there's a drop date that you can drop before, and then it doesn't doesn't do anything. But you still have to make sure you're a full time student. So you have to be a twelve above twelve credits. So I was at fifteen. I dropped to twelve because I was like, I'm not learning anything in this accounting class. I, I don't understand this professor. I'm gonna fail this, and I'm not gonna have learned anything. So I dropped it. But because I dropped it, and it was my only Monday class, it was like a Monday, Wednesday, and I didn't have a Friday class, I only had classes on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And that was full-time? That was a full-time student, and I had a four-day weekend every weekend. Holy crap. It was amazing. It was probably the greatest semester of my life. (laughs) My first uh, semester as a freshman, I didn't have a class before noon. Yeah. What? Yeah, dude, everyone's like, when you're filling out courses, they're like, don't pick 8 a.m.s. You think, oh, I did it in high school. I'll be fine now. You pick an 8 a.m. and you hate your life. I have to roll out of bed at 7.30 and walk from my dorm to this class. This is impossible. <laughs> it, like, it, it's mind-blowing how lazy it makes you. But to your point, so it makes you lazy. What do you do with that other time? You're out there... <laughs> Your parents hope you're at the library, but you're out there mingling with other people, drinking, going out to parties, whatever. And it's not like it's not like you just party on the weekends. That's not the that's not the culture. You know, at least like if you go to a, a bigger school, each bar has a different night of the week. Yep. So you got you got uh, Wayside that's like, all right, Tuesday night pints. Yeah. So everyone's going to Wayside on Tuesday Cabin nights. had pizza and uh, pitchers on Wednesday. Thursday was like dollar sh- shots or dollar doubles. Yeah. Uh, at the Bird. And there's a bunch of different uh, bars downtown. And then it's like, well, then you roll into Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And it's usually someone's having a house party or, you know, whatever. It's, it's never-ending. So, yeah, so college, it, it, the way it stands in today's day and age, the universities are raking in money, and people aren't getting an education. They're, they're paying for the lifestyle, yeah, not, they, the, they're, not the learning. They're paying for a four-year experience because everyone says you got to go to college, and you got to go away, go away to college to really experience it. You know, get, like I said, get out of the house and broaden your horizons. And I always hated that when professors tried to tell me because I, I brought it up with one of my professors. I think it was... Uh, Maybe it was a philosophy class. I forget. I was like, why am I in this class? I was like, why am I spending money to be in here? He's like, well, the point of college and the way to be an accredited university is you have to have things outside of your major to broaden your horizons so that you become a better citizen for the country and you're more worldly. Bullshit. And I was like, no, that's how you justify your job. I'm here, like I said, to get a degree to get me a better job. That was the only reason I decided to go to school. Still wasn't worth it. And I went to a very conservative, business-oriented school, which, you know, you look at it nowadays, they're just liberal indoctrination camps. But I was going to say, I will agree to some aspect of if you go away to school, in terms of it kind of forces you out of your comfort zone. I guess it depends how far you go from home and, like, whether you know people or not. But, like... I remember, obviously, like, Resume Builder, I joined um, one of the extracurricular um, 
don't even know what you call it. Clubs. Groups, yeah. Um, in my field, and that was a strictly, you know, resume builder, meet other people, meet professionals, get your foot in the door, whatever. But, like, if I was commuting from home or anything, I don't know if I would have took that extra step. Mm-hmm. That, and that's, I'd say that would be the only benefit to a, a university degree still today is if you really take the time to network, meet other people, get in contact with the right people, find the right professors who have connections at the right job that you want to work at if they have those connections and like network your way into the future position that you want but ultimately i think there's only three reasons to go to college you're going to be a doctor an engineer or a lawyer and lawyers are just complete scumbags (laughs) but everybody needs to know but everyone needs to know everyone needs a cousin Vinny. for real every you need a good lawyer you need a good doctor you need a good dentist but like those are worthwhile reasons to go to college you need engineers to build cool stuff like trucks and pre-runners and diesels um you know you need people who know how to do things what about a uh, engine machinist yeah you know I, that that <laughs> that could be learned at like trade schools and he's uh, still learning that's why it's taken so long <laughs> <laughs> he's learning on my engine block so today you become a man because <laughs> it's a father-son business Thirty thousand over i thought you said 90 <laughs> We made this uh, a quarter of an inch too big. You're going to need to order new pistons. <laughs> quarter of an inch is massive. But yeah, those, I think, in my mind, those are the only worthwhile reasons to go to college. Other than that, and I think the world is slowly starting to trend that way, that companies don't really care about your degree. Because so many people have worthless degrees. I mean, community. They just care about your profile picture. Yeah. Kids these days will not know the struggle of carrying an iPhone, or an a phone and an iPod. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that our high school years... Like, or hitting the three button, you know, three times to get one letter. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. Oh, see, I didn't have... Well, all right. My phone, like, had that capability. And, like, when you were trying to sneak text in class, you still had to be able to do it because you couldn't slide open and get, like, your yes. keyboard because I had the intensity, too. And I had to slide open my phone to obviously get to the keyboard. And for those of you who are... I don't know, even five years younger than us, you probably have no idea. But not every phone used to have a touchscreen. Yeah, or you think about, I remember Tim used to have it, so I'm going to speak for Tim here. But the Juke, it was like the super Thin. narrow, yes. It's like a switchblade. Like, yeah, that's exactly what it was. But yeah, imagine typing on that. I mean, obviously people did it back in the day, but like to your point of doing one hand, like Isn't you could funny? probably hit three buttons at the same time. Do you remember when... when... Back in those days when it was almost like a couple times a year, new phones were coming out. And yeah. it, was, it was like that trend to hop on. I mean, nowadays, it's, it's either the new iPhone or an Android that nobody cares about. Yeah. Now, it used to be like the... the you got the, the chocolate. Yeah, the chocolate. Got the, the razor. Yeah. yeah. Juke, like all these like unique phones that like were different in some way that like made them cool. Because it wasn't just this basic. Well, I feel like technology was evolving so fast at that point for, for phones at least. I mean, it was just everything was flipping and turning and twisting and coming out and. <laughs> or even like twist it, pull it. Pull it. <laughs> <laughs> or even like I remember my first phone was like the pay as you go, so it was like twenty five cents a text or like how much cents a minute and then it was like oh nights and weekends are cheaper or free after or, eight o'clock yeah yeah you got free minutes or whatever 
I didn't. Now have, everything's just unlimited. I didn't have a phone at the time. Yeah, like kids. What nowadays. is that? What the? What was going on? And what, what's going on now? Less, less uh, need need for the network at those later hours. But yeah, I remember because I didn't get a phone till I was a sophomore in high school, um, and uh, everyone was like, "Loser." Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I got so one in freshman year. Parents are so strict, but uh, yeah, kids would be like, "Oh, I got a." text 411 or whatever it was to see how many minutes I've used or how many texts I've sent. I didn't know that was a thing. That way, <laughs> that way you don't go over your limit. But I remember in middle school, um, I think it was like sixth or seventh grade, it was like some class project and these girls basically had to take like a, a poll and uh, see like what type of you know technology people wanted. They came into our class like, all right, we're trying to find out like what would be the perfect phone. Like if someone were to optimize their phone, what would they want? And I remember they're like, oh, I want it to slide and have a keyboard and like it was almost like a fidget toy back then. Yeah, and you, yeah, yeah like you a pre fidget with it. But like, no one described what phones are now today. And like, if you took a phone now and tried to give someone what we had as a new phone, then they'd be like. I don't want this piece of crap. Mm-hmm. This is, this well, look at like whether not to stray from phones, but even the technology in cars now in terms of I never thought I'd have a touch screen in my car. And I even think the seven inch, eight inch, whatever's in my truck display is too big. And then you got the Dodge with basically like, I mean, even Toyota, I just saw today, Toyota's touch screen is massive. Yeah. Or even like the new Dodge Chevy is- ones are long. Yep. I mean, they went from like your generation, the 2015 or 2016, where it's yeah. a, what a six inch, eight inch, screen. yeah, perfectly fine. I mean, they just jumped to an eighteen inch, yeah. You know, well, it's funny because I remember when I first got the truck, first time driving at night, I'm like, I gotta turn the dimmer down, like it's too bright. Yeah, well, even like the speedometer and stuff. If you get you know the newer models, or if you had higher models back in the day, like everything's a screen now instead of just your needles. You and... don't have needles. Well, and it's funny because like so the first business that Paul and I talked about starting in high school was. We're going to start uh, basically like an audio, like stereo installs. Aftermarket, cars, yeah. Aftermarket speakers. We're going to start, we're going to foray into like custom dash work, stuff like that. Um, yeah, that's gone. Yeah, yeah. Like that is not necessary. Like your Mickey Shore and uh, yeah, just stuff, I don't even know what else. I don't even know what else, but stuff like that is just not necessary because you have this super nice touchscreen, but it's integrated into how the dash is set up. There's no more single-din, double-din replacements anymore. I mean, everything's molded all in one. Yeah. yeah. So it, well, like, how complicated... I know it's not overly complicated, but replacing the stereo in... Oh, my God. <laughs> replacing the stereo in your truck with a touchscreen versus, you know, back when we were just switching out Pioneer, JBL... Mm-hmm. You know, well, it's like all I want is an aux cable. I just want a 3.5 millimeter aux cable so I can play the music from my phone through the car. And nowadays, phones don't even have an aux port anymore. Yeah, or even you could talk about the. I remember specifically, like when I used to drive to Central and stuff, um, you know, you got a long car ride, whatever, you're BSing with your friends. You either put it on speakerphone or you're holding it up to your, you know, your head the whole time. Your arm's getting tired, whatever, on a two-hour drive. Where now it's like, oh, I can just drive and talk. Well, how about, uh, do you guys remember, like, uh, those little Garmin GPSs or oh, yeah. Quest? Mm-hmm. So anytime we go on a family vacation, my, my mom, 
she would always get printouts of oh yeah of, of map, the directions hey, all the way to Florida. Hey, go to, over to the computer and map quest it. Yeah, that's how I got myself to Central the first time was map quest directions, and I'd like panic if an exit was closed or like. <laughs> <laughs> you guys know how good I am with directions, so I'm like reroute button <laughs> exactly. No, I mean that was just, I mean. But like that no. was ten years ago, not I mean, yeah. yeah but think about ago. how much that was our generation. That's gone now. Like the, people nowadays, younger children don't understand the stress of actually being a co-pilot back in the day. <laughs> reading <laughs> a map, reading a map, or reading the next map quest change, especially when you got into like the inner cities where there's like this exit leads Cincinnati. To this exit leads to <laughs> I think that's why I'm scarred for like big city driving. Is it's, there's too many signs. I couldn't read fast enough when I was younger. Yeah, you're like, no, 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 that was the exit back there. And then as soon as you miss it, you're like, I don't know how to get back there. We're lost. Yeah. No warning. Like in two miles, get into the farthest left lane. It was just like you're in the far right. You're like, why is the exit on the left? Yeah, exactly. It's like, all right, you're getting off this next exit. You would think, oh, I'm gonna take a right turn. Well, no. The exits on the in the left lane, and then you miss it. Yeah, just oh, the struggle of of pre GPS, or just like trying to give someone direction somewhere. Now you can just pin drop your location. Yeah, mm-hmm. easy. Yeah, that's like, dude, back in the day, pizza delivery boys. That job had to be a nightmare. Oh yeah, well they like worked I, for those tips. Yeah, <laughs> now these kids these days. Well, perfect scenario, like. uh when we hung out for the first time, when my sister dropped me off at your house, MapQuest directions didn't tell us to turn into your parents' <laughs> subdivision. So we continued down Triangle Lake. And so you get to that like real narrow spot and you're like, <laughs> my sister and I are like, we're lost. There's no way he lives over here. Like, <laughs> there is no way. And so I had to call Hayden because I didn't have he a didn't cell have a phone, cell phone oh and I didn't God. have his house phone. Yep. Holy crap struggle because you couldn't call my ipod yeah <laughs> that's a selling point for your parents right there Seriously. hey dad i just got kidnapped wish i could call <laughs> you or you could track my phone it's a cool it. ipod but um, all right so i guess this is a good foray since now we're getting older and like i said i'm about to be a parent what age do you think is going to be appropriate for like our generation's <laughs> kids to get a phone depends on the track record of society social media and all that yeah i think you gotta definitely watch what they're doing because like back in the day when we had phones worst thing you could do was like prank call people and that kind of thing now everything's at their fingertips you can get in some it's definitely the that in between of you know do you how much do you control them do you control them so much where you're smothering them and they're gonna do things anyways and Mm -hmm. and and you controlling them just makes them want to i mean they want to revolt more. Yeah, they, they right. want to resist you more. That's it's such a like delicate topic because especially you know us we're running a you know a social media company essentially that's where most of our stuff comes from is social media, but there's that fine line of like I don't know if I want my young children on social media till a certain age. And yeah. it's like we were in the infancy of when social media was coming up for a young generation, and I mean you can see how messed up some people from our. I was going to say, think of, you know, TikTok is terrible for it, and that's why Brett and I don't have it. Stay strong. <laughs> go, Not, go follow us on TikTok. <laughs> Not that, uh, you know, Instagram or Facebook's any better now that they got stories and reels and whatever, but just attention spans and, you know, just, or even, 
feel like I'm crapping on our business model now. But like, <laughs> like, you know, you only get a glimpse at people's life or whatever. You can make it whatever you want it to Everyone's look like. Everyone's life looks so perfect exactly. on social media. It's like you don't have any idea of how miserable some people are or how miserable the the grind is to get to the level of these people who look like they have the greatest life in the world yeah you just either see the achievements or the shortcuts mm-hmm. you, you you get a highlight reel it's all social media is is everybody's highlight reel because while we don't want to show the world that we're like down and out or like having a bad thing no one go see wants... the other side of my basement <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to see that like I came on social media to get away from my life. Well, let's talk about that, of getting away from life and, you know, alternative reality, VR, Sleep that kind of stuff. Ooh, VR. Did, did you start, did you listen to uh, Joe Rogan and uh, Mark Zucker, Zuckerberg? I started. Like, two, I started, I didn't finish. But they were talking about how, like, you know, the new technology now, you know, you can be whatever you want in the metaverse and stuff like that. But how you know, their computers and everything can pick up your facial expressions and all that. And like, if you're playing a game or whatever, they're only going to show your hand and not your arm. Because if they get that movement of your arm wrong, your brain thinks your elbow is broken. Yeah. Like it's that advanced that you're, it's kind of like, I mean, you can do it on the early VRs and stuff where you walk off a building and you feel like that, like sickness in your stomach, like, I'm falling. That's but crazy. Even as simple as like when I had my racing simulator set up and I was trying to learn how to drift on there and like you start doing donuts yeah. or, or stuff, I would get, I would feel ill. Like I would start to feel yeah. sick because your body's thinking that you're, or your mind is thinking that you're moving and that, but your body's, but your body's not recognizing any of it still. So it's like that, you know, people who get really bad motion sickness in cars if they can't like see out the window. Because you, your your brain isn't connecting the two things together, and it can seriously mess with you. Well, ability. <laughs> well, I was gonna say we can even take this down the road of, uh, you know, um, I don't want to say punishment and like pain, but oh, like I've I heard about. Where are you going with this? They like hide your arm. <laughs> no, so I heard about they're thinking of ways to do, like simulated jail time. Okay. And it's 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 through like virtual reality, and they can like simulate. I forget who was talking about it's like it. Some black mirror stuff where they like... something like that, man. It was weird. Like they can simulate thirty years in prison in like a ten minute VR session. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. I was not going down okay. that path. Okay, it sounded whatsoever. like so I was. I was gonna say in terms of you learn a false security, like you're saying, your drifting simulator. You wrap that car around a pole in the simulator. Okay, start again. Yeah. You do that donut in real life and wrap your car around a pole. Or a tree. Yeah. You're dead. <laughs> it wasn't wrapped. It was gently brushed again. Listen, that tree was this big around, and I was getting fiberglass anyways. <laughs> Jake, if you're watching this, it, it wasn't written up. Everything ended up fine. Yeah, uh, just the virtual reality thing. I... I think because we have so many like outdoor activities that we enjoy doing and and everything, I I could not imagine wanting to spend time but in the metaverse. Like you, you would have to keep doing those. It's it's the ease thing. Like think about. I think we've talked about it, but like have like people that were active before, and then you get a desk job that takes up eight to twelve hours of your day. Do you really want to go out and run after that? No. 
I want to be lazy. Exactly. Like, it, it, like you really have to push to do the opposite of what you're doing majority of your day. So if you're already sitting at a desk for 12 hours a day, then it's like, well, I'm going to put these glasses on. And, Weak and, men and, create and, hard times. <laughs> Liability. Object in motion will stay in motion, and object at rest will stay at rest. Newton's. What first law, third law, second law? Is yeah, I didn't go to college. Laws are meant to be broken. <laughs> but no, it's, I mean, I like it's, we learned that in high school. But whatever. Basic laws of inertia. Once, you, if you keep yourself moving and you keep you know active and doing stuff, it's easier to stay yeah. active and doing stuff. Whereas if you make yourself very stagnant, and lazy, it's very easy to stay that way. I haven't been to the gym in months because it was so easy just to turn off my alarm, and now my alarm goes off. I don't even think second. Like just second guess about just turning it off. FYI. I'm surprised you just haven't shut the alarm off. Well, the only reason I have now shut it off is because we went camping on Friday and I wanted to turn off my alarms because yeah. I didn't have to get up Friday morning. And so when I finally got home to set mine for this morning, I only set the 5 a.m. one. Didn't even turn the 4 a.m. one on. That was my next question. I was like, did you... Did you even, like, try packing clothes for the gym? Like, did you go through that next step of, like, look, I, I'm going to try to go to the gym? I did that for a while, yeah. I was like, I got all my stuff ready. I am getting up at 4 a.m. And then I would sleep like crap, and I would just use an excuse. Of, ah, I, I didn't sleep good. I, I need to get this other hour before going to work. I, I need it. And then it just became a habit. Yeah. I, I mean, it's definitely, like, a mindset thing. What Gym, whatever. But priority and mindset. Like, take the steps like you're talking about putting the clothes, you know, laying your clothes out for the next day or whatever, especially if you have to go to work or like, luckily I don't have to drive into work that often, but it's making your lunch and everything the next day, unless you're buying it, but having everything organized. So you're just getting up and leaving. Yep. So how often do you go to work or drive to, uh... it's voluntary once a month. Uh, we do once a week, but are you doing that? Yeah. Not this week. <laughs> <laughs> Say it with me, boys. Liability. <laughs> uh, well, I think that's a good place to to wrap this first episode up. Uh, we were everywhere. We were, yeah. we, we jumped everywhere. So, so uh, this hopefully gives you a glimpse into how our brains work and how we are as a group. That we're very scatterbrained. Uh, we have conversations, even though we're super automotive, you know, based with Casual Customs. We are super all over the place with any conversation that we have. Uh, so hopefully you enjoyed this and you want to stick around for more. So if you're watching on YouTube, please hit that subscribe button. If you're following on Spotify, uh, Spotify, Spotify. Spotify on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please download whatever it is. Follow. I don't know how that all works, but uh, please, uh, please continue to watch our journey with not only leave some the, feedback. Yeah, not only with the podcast, but also with the YouTube channel. So, yeah, leave uh, leave comments down below. If you hate us, let us know. Yeah, And let us know why you're a liability. <laughs> hey, call out your own liabilities. I like that. That's a, that's a good idea. So uh, thanks for watching, and uh, we'll see you in the next one. See you guys. See ya. It's free real estate.